0: WTBR-FM, Pittsfield.
1: Welcome to Ham on WTBR, the
2: all-inclusive ham radio show for hams and non-hams alike. Be part of the show. Contact us on www.facebook.com slash TV. And now, the hosts of the show, Peter and Jessica. Ham On.
0: And good morning from Berkshire County, Pittsfield, Mass. Studio B in downtown Pittsfield. This is Ham On. And again, it's Wednesday morning, and we are still here. <laughs> yeah. So we, we got a big shot. I I told you last week we would play the, the heck
3: you um, what the heck you did. Um, you did pull the uh, Phil Collins laugh from mama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I told you last week we we would play the uh, the Bob Heil Joe Walsh interview in its entirety, and we will yes, do that. Yeah, because but,
3: the trying constraints last week we couldn't
0: right. do it in full. But I've got some. I don't know if it's breaking news or... Well, it's an announcement anyway, right? All right. Um, with all this virtual stuff going on um, and the fact that this is community radio and, and we have a lot more uh, leeway than we do on commercial radio, um, we're going to be the first to announce that on Halloween, October 31st, which is a Saturday, um, we're still kind of working bugs out but we should be good that we're going to have an 8 hour Halloween party. Yay. With help from Classic TBR and yes. Oldies 45 yes. um they'll be on in their their uh normal time slots. We're all doing a Hollywood a Halloween themed Hollywood huh? show. So we will be on in two parts. Yes, yes we will. We'll be on from 2 to 4. And then we'll be back on from six to eight. Classic TBR and um, Oldies Forty Five will be on in its in their regular time spot. So it's a big Halloween party here on WTBR. I, I brought this. Uh, and what, how this came about is because of the pandemic and everything and the fact that this is community radio and I'm always forward thinking because uh, I love being on the air, whether it's this show or the Beatles show or whatever, whatever things I can think of. And I ran this past Matt Tucker um, to mm. do a Thank you, Matt. big Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Halloween. Halloween,
3: Halloween, Halloween, not Hollywood or Hollywood, dang it,
0: ha- Halloween um virtual party literally it's a virtual halloween party for all of pittsfield for all yes. of berkshire county yes. and, and the parts of eastern new york that we go to so um there'll be more on it as promos get set and as we get closer to halloween night but plan for a big halloween party it's going to run from 12 to 8 here on wtbr fm and i'd like to thank mac tucker for helping us put this together, he's excited about this. We're excited about this. It's going to be mm. called the WTBR Halloween Spooktacular, Gosh. and it really is. I'd like to thank Bob and, and uh, Bob and uh, Joe, uh, Brad and Joe, and Larry Kraka uh, for their for their contributions to the Halloween theme. So between the three shows. It's going to be a, a nice thing to do, so stick around, um, and then now let's get back to the ham radio stuff. Uh, <laughs> the the main potato, <laughs> on that, in case anybody hasn't figured out, has gone back to five days a week. We dumped the uh, uh, weekend editions um, for uh, for various reasons, but various um, reasons. we dumped the, the main the uh, the the
3: weekend edition. Weekend
0: Condition. So we are at five days a week now. Uh, I wanted to put this out here. Uh, the Military Auxiliary Radio System Mars volunteers will take part in the Department of Defense DoD ex- uh, Communications Exercise uh, 24 starting on October 3rd and concluding on October 26th. The Mars focuses operability. With ARRL and the amateur radio community throughout the month of October, Mars members will incorporate with <coughs> various amateur radio organizations that will be conducting their annual annual simulated emergency tests with state, county, and local emergency management personnel. Said Mars Chief Paul English, Wd8DBY, Mars members will send a DOD-approved message to the amateur radio organizations recognizing this cooperative inoperability effort. Mars members will also train with the ARRL National Traffic System and the Radio Relay International to send ICS-213 general messages to numerous amateur radio leaders across the U.S. This exercise will culminate with Mars Auxiliaries sending a number of summary messages in support of a larger DoD communications exercise taking place October 20 and 26, English added throughout October. Mars stations will operate on 60 meters, and WWV, WWVH will broadcast messages to the amateur radio community. English assures no disruption to communications through the month long series of training events. So that's, oh. that, that, that starts in October. So uh, be prepared for that. Um, We'll do yours, and then we'll go to space weather. Uh, I
3: have local and ham related, which one
0: do you want for? We got got local. Local's always good. Yeah. We'll do local, then we'll go to space weather. Get that done. (laughs) Then we'll come back to your ham related news. Um. This is live radio, folks.
3: Pittsville School Cafeteria Workers rally against COVID spurred layoffs. Yeah. When <clears throat> when the COVID when the COVID pandemic erupted abruptly closed schools in March, Stefan Krogan was among twenty. Pittsfield school cafeteria workers, who stepped in to ensure that the district could continue providing the grab-and-go meals, so he was the one behind the grab-and-go meals for kids. That was pretty awesome. Uh, then, that was pretty awesome of her. And this summer, she got a pink slip for him. She got laid off because of the COVID. Krogan uh, chairwoman for the Pittsfield Froden. Federation of School Employees Cafe Unit joined dozens of other employees and cafeteria workers Tuesday in Park Square to rally against the layoff, which union officials said affected about 50 percent of the school district's Approximately 70 cafeteria workers beginning Thursday. We have been disrespected. We've been disrespected since March. Uh, above the sound of motors honking as they drove by. We had to fight for them to provide to provide us personal prote- uh, PPE, personal protective equipment. We were scared. We didn't know what we were dealing, dealing with at all. We put our families at risk. We put my daughter's health at risk. She also said workers, she said that the workers fear losing their health insurance through the district if they don't if they don't return to work at the end of the month. The district announced the layoffs last week, saying that they were necessary for budgeting reasons. With, while students were not in school, classes begin begin remotely for the entire district September fifth. Team, although it is
4: official we are in and, um, solar cycle 25 that they hopefully
3: that their hope to uh, begin to gradually shift students to in-person and school next week next week and complete transition by October 26th if the coronavirus numbers remain stable all of our all of our other units are being being paid, Crogan says we're the only ones that are being laid off. but superintendent Jason Jake McC said that's because federal meal reimbursement make up the budget make up the budget to pay cafeteria employees and with fewer meals being distributed. While children participate in district learn district learning there isn't money coming in to pay the full coverage of the cafeteria staff. We certainly understand some frustration he said. We think that is slightly misplaced. The cafeteria is one department whose budget is funded by come by customer that they uh serve. So, without the students going, they're not getting the funding to pay for the workers, which is causing layoffs, which is not
0: helping matters. So, we're going to do the space weather thing, and then we'll go to the break, and then you can do your other ham radio news. Mm -hmm. So, here is this week's space weather.
4: Although it is official we are in solar cycle 25, the solar activity sure is taking a while to ramp up. As we switch to our front side sun, you can see there aren't a lot of active regions on the Earth-facing disk right now. We do have a region in the southern hemisphere, but it's getting to fizzle out a little bit. It hasn't given us all that much. However, we do have a remnant coronal hole that's gonna be rotating into the Earth's strike zone here over the next couple days. It could give us a small burst of fast solar wind that could bring aurora down to high latitudes but not much else. And it doesn't look like there's a lot else going on on the front side. However, as we switch to our far-sided sun, now this is stereo A and it's looking at the sun pretty much from the side. You can see the sun looks pretty bland, except in that eastern limb in the northern hemisphere, oh my goodness, look at that bright region that's beginning to rotate into stereo's view. This is the region that we believe was shot that massive uh, solar storm off of the sun's west limb a short while ago, and as it rotates into stereo, View, We're going to be checking to see if it's flare active and if it's giving us any activity at all to know whether or not it might be a solar storm producer. Meanwhile, it's definitely going to boost the solar flux for amateur radio operators and emergency responders here over the next couple days as it rotates into Earth view. But it doesn't look like it's going to give us any radio bursts, and that's good news for radio comms for space traffic. And now for your Martian Minute. It's been about a month since we checked in at the Red Planet, and thankfully, as we've moved past the winter solstice, the dust storms seem to be finally calming down. As we take a look at the Martian atmosphere over the past month, using the Themis imager aboard uh, Mars Odyssey, we see at the beginning of August we were still getting some strong dust-ups in the plains of Asperia, which is southeast of Jezero Crater. And remember, Jezero Crater is where we plan to land the Perseverance rover sometime next year. Then in the second week, in the third week of August, we got multiple dust-ups in Gale Crater near Curiosity and also in the Isdis Planitia, which is just right in where Jezero Crater is. So that area has been a little bit of a problem for a while. But luckily, as we started moving into uh, September, things at least near Jezero Crater have begun to die down and calm down. We are still having issues in Gale Crater, which is expected because it's much closer to the equator, so it takes a much, a little bit longer for things like dust storms to kind of die down a little bit and hopefully as we continue moving in through September we will see those areas calm down as well because we definitely don't want to see a lot of dust storms anywhere near either InSight or Curiosity rover. And speaking of, in Gale Crater, right now, Curiosity is enjoying a balmy th- minus three degrees Celsius, the low is a minus 69 Celsius, and at Elysium Planitia, which is just a little bit higher latitude where InSight is, InSight is seeing a high of minus 14 Celsius, a low of 90, minus 96 Celsius, and the winds are out of the west-northwest at six meters a second. Switching to our moon, we are now coming out of a new moon on our way to a first quarter, and by the 24th, the moon will be about 50% illuminated. So United night sky watchers, if you want to catch those dim objects in the sky, you're going to need to check your local rise and set times. Switching to your solar storm conditions and aurora possibilities over the coming week, we are anticipating that fast solar wind from that coronal hole that's gonna be rotating into the Earth strike zone sometime later this week. So at high latitudes, no is expected unsettled to active conditions, but with up to about a 15% chance of a major storm. So we should get a little bit of aurora show from this at high latitudes. At mid-latitudes, however, we are expecting unsettled conditions, but we do have about 20% chance of active conditions. And who knows? This may actually get a little bit better as time goes on, but it's hard to say because this chrono hole is kind of, it's a remnant chrono hole, and that means the fast solar wind will be a bit patchy, and it's hard to really tell whether or not the aurora at mid-latitudes is even worth chasing. So if you're an aurora photographer at mid-latitudes, only if you're dedicated should you go out after this one. Switching to your solar flare and particle radiation storm outlook over the coming week, everything is still in the green when it comes to big solar flares. We have a spotless sun right now and that should make you GPS users very happy because we have no risk for radio blackouts on Earth's day side, so GPS reception should be pretty top notch. However, we do have some boosted solar flux. As you can see, the solar flux should be boosting possibly into the mid-70s, the balmy mid-70s by the end of the week, and that is due to a region that is rotating into to Earth view from the sun's far side. This could be a, a sunspot region, so it is boosting that solar flux. So amateur radio operators and emergency responders, you should notice your propagation continuing to increase and get better and better on Earth's day side throughout the course of this week. Now, also because we're still beginning to climb out of solar minimum, the cosmic ray flux is a bit more intense than we'd like it to be. So you frequent flyers, and this does include air crew who fly over 800 hours annually and fly at high latitudes and high altitudes. You are in the moderate range for radiation dose, and this does include prenatal passengers. So please take this into consideration in your flight plans. So, although we are officially in solar cycle 25, I mean, we've kind of known that since about December of last year, but it's definitely nice to get that official stamp of approval to know that we're moving on up. I wish the sun would get the memo, because right now, activity is pretty quiet. Now we do have a remnant coronal hole that's going to be rotating into the Earth strike zone here over the next couple days, and that could give us a little burst of fast solar wind that could bring aurora down to high latitudes, maybe a skosh at mid-latitudes, but only you dedicated aurora chasers should you even bother if you're at mid-latitudes to go see if you could catch the aurora because it's going to be elusive. Now amateur radio operators and emergency responders, well we're barely hanging on to that low edge of marginal radio propagation on Earth's day side but we do have a reprieve because we do have that bright region that's going to be rotating into Earth view from the Sun's far side here in the next couple days and that could boost us a little bit higher and maybe get us close to the mid 70s so expect radio propagation on Earth's day side to boost up just a little bit here this next week. Now GPS users, well you know we really aren't dealing with any big solar storms right now and it doesn't look like this fast solar wind is going to cause us any problems, and because the solar flux is still low, even with that boost coming from that new bright region, I guess this means that GPS reception should be pretty good for you, definitely on the day side, but also likely on the night side. I'm Tamitha Scoe, the Space Weather Woman. Thank you for watching. All
0: right, and we are back here on Ham On and WTBR. We're going to go to the break. We'll have some more news. Uh, And then we'll have the uh, interview that we did last week in its entirety. So stay tuned.
3: You're listening to Ham On and WTBR. WTBR.
5: Impressive. Almost impressive.
0: Deified. If you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, <laughs> the legacy of the Jedi is failure, hypocrisy, hubris. That's not true. At the height of their powers, they allowed Darth Sidious to rise, create the Empire, and wipe them out. It was a Jedi Master who was responsible for the training
5: and creation of Darth Vader, and a Jedi who saved him. Yes, the most hated man in the galaxy. But you saw there was conflict inside him. You believed that he wasn't gone, that he could be turned. And I became a
1: legend you suffer from the heartbreak of brain rot, feeling bored, sluggish, listless, not had a new idea in days, using electronic gizmos without a clue why they work, now there's help. Ham Radio, guaranteed to stimulate your corroding neurons and open a whole new world of excitement. To learn more about Ham Radio, go to helloradio.org. Side effects of Ham Radio usage include mental stimulation, desire for education, new career paths, understanding of technology, and cases of addiction have been reported. If you experience any of these symptoms, you're welcome. Ham Radio, it's not your granddaddy's radio anymore. for the love of radio. This is the Goodwill Industries of the Berkshires and Southern
3: Vermont. Our mission is to help our community members with barriers to employment, attain independence and self-sufficiency, gain confidence and enhance quality of life, all through vocational, educational work, training, and support services. You can contact Goodwill at 413-442-0061 or go to our website at www.goodwill-berkshires.com.
5: One plus one is two. Two plus two is four. And if the yolk's still a little runny, that's what you call fried over easy. Always talk quiet. And that's how you give a zerbert. Some people have innies, some people have outies. Here's the church, here's the steeple, open the doors, and see all the people. If you're gonna be two hours late, pick up the phone and call! Remember you're always teaching.
6: Teach carefully. React with rage and kids will learn it's okay to do the same. Keep your cool, and kids will do likewise. For a few quick pointers, visit actagainstviolence.org or call 877 actwise for a free brochure.
5: Eat ice cream too fast and you'll get a brain freeze.
6: Brought to you by MetLife Foundation, the American Psychological Association, and the Ad Council.
5: Now, streaming live on the
2: web, WTBRFM.com. Is it possible
1: to two Utes uh, uh, to what? What? Uh, did you
0: say utes? Yeah, two utes. What is a Ute?
1: <laughs> w T B R.
0: And welcome back to Ham on. All right, you have um, before we're going to go to your news, but we're going to finish the interview after her news that uh, we had with Bob Heil and Joe Walsh. So, um, are you set up and yes. ready to go here? And by the way, the Halloween show while she's getting set up, you're going to hear stuff that you heard on mainstream, but you're going to hear stuff that you probably never heard and probably never associated with halloween plus there's some parody songs in there and it's going to be a great eight hours so make sure you tune in on october 31st and, and uh, there'll be promos yep. going on and we'll announce it on the shows as we go go ahead with your news and then we'll go to the interview I' uh unsan oscar
3: seven the oldest amateur radio satellite Still in operation is nearing a return uh, to full elimination by, by the sun, which should take place around September 25th and continue until December 26th. I'm um, the Senate vice president of operations Drew Gla- uh, Glass Glashbender. KO four MA says that during this period AO AO seven likely will switch between modes A two meters up and ten meters down and B seventeen centimeters up and two meters down every twenty four hours. He reminded users to use only the minimum necessary power and to avoid ditting to find their signals in the pathway. What is didding?
0: It's what is Didding. 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 didding.
3: He needs glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, um... I think that's the CW stuff that gives them their the uh, the uh, what's going on there their vital vital uh, vital signs if for no reason.
3: You and need and glasses. If anybody
0: knows people. what that is, send me an email and we'll put it on the next week's show. But go ahead. Otherwise,
3: you need glass. Otherwise, you need glasses for up close. Yeah, well. No, otherwise he's just guessing.
0: Otherwise, I'm just guessing. her from the green room back there. Go ahead, summarize.
3: Uh to try to find try to find yourself with very low power or on uh single sign band or best full Doppler control. If you use high power to find find yourself your receive antenna. Your receive antenna and system probably needs improvement. That's what's gonna happen, I guess if you're doing the uh the dating which can bounce the entire uh passband up or down and sometimes cause the transponder to reset into mode a so i guess you mess it up when you do that um last last month year nearly 46 year old wow 46 made a possible contact between Argentina and South Africa at a distance, more than 40, uh, 4,300 miles. Both stations were a- aiming just two or three degrees above the horizon. Uh, AL-7 only works when it's receiving direct sunlight and shuts down when it has an eclipse. That's good to know. Um, It was built by a multinational team under uh, MSAT directions, AL7 carries a non-interfering mode A uh, transponder 147.850 megahertz. Um, and 950 megahertz up, 29.4 and 500 megahertz down and an inverting mode uh, of 432.180 megahertz up and 145.29 and 900 megahertz down. And it has a linear transponder. It's pretty cool.
0: Alright. Um, Alright, so thanks for that. We're going to do the... Last week we ran out of time to do the Joe Walsh, uh, Bob Howe interview. So we're going to do that now. And if time permits,
3: if time permits.
0: you're going to learn the greatest secret in amateur radio. So... Right now, here's Bob Heil and Joe Walsh. Yeah. Joe, I want to
7: talk to you a little bit uh, so you and I can help a lot of people about this thing called AM. Um, you know, that it's, it's really kind of sad because some of the new guys, they weren't around when you and I started way back in their uh, century there with AM and... and uh, 3870 to 3890 was a gentleman's agreement, since we couldn't get the FCC or the ARRL to listen, uh, and we just all got together. And this happens way back in the 50s uh, when I first started. And um, how is it holding up on the West Coast, Joe? Is everybody respecting that uh, that AM window from 3870 to 3890?
6: Yeah, Bob, I I would say uh, AM is alive and well on the West Coast. There was uh, initially some sideband guys who, you know, claimed it was their frequency, they were there first. But gradually, the AM community built up to, uh, oh, really, usually more than... Then forty hams check in on the on the various nets. Sometimes up to sixty guys on yeah. AM, and uh, so you know, good things take time, and and gradually it's just kind of where the AMers go. So now the sideband guys uh, just talk about how how crazy we are. <laughs> right, <laughs> not on not on our frequency. <laughs> they, have a so the good,
7: they have one a of the good one of the good things that is, uh, when you and I visited the uh, W one AW some years ago, thought it'd be a good idea, and now there's an AM station uh, at W one AW. Would we uh, put a N NC three hundred and a Viking one or two up there, right?
6: Yeah, Viking one, I think. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. or was it a yeah. valiant?
7: Might have been a valiant. Been a valiant. I, f- a I forgot.
6: But the valiant.
7: last time sitting on uh, the actual desk of Hiram Percy uh, uh, Maxim, they have his grandson gave uh, the W1AW his desk, and that's where the gear is sitting. So when you go to W1AW, you can go in there and work AM. I, I just thought that was great, Joe. It was a great idea.
6: Yeah. And AM is just a wonderful thing. It's not rapid fire. You kind of, uh, it's a rag-chewing type of mode. And you talk technical stuff. You talk basically, uh, analog electronics. And AM's a a wonderful old, old mode that uh, predated sideband. AM came first for years and years and years. And, uh... All this stuff is obsolete now, but it works great. It just has tubes in it, and it it' uh, too heavy to lift. but that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun with, <laughs> that's a lot of fun with it <clears throat> and uh, anybody you know uh, uh, anybody with any interest in in the old uh, the old tube radios uh, check out am or uh, contact an AM because. They're
7: great, great Elmers. That's right, and that's what we need more of are some Elmers. And uh, we, you know, Joe, that since you and I did that first program, we have we have emails to prove this. Over the two hundred shows, there's been over a thousand people get their license because of Ham Nation. And we're so excited that these people have their license. But we hear at Diamond Time, again, they get a little afraid because they don't have the Elmers like you and I had. And um, I, uh, I have some pictures here. I want to run down. I think Brian's got them. Uh, I, I got a, a really cool set. Check this out, Joe. I'm sure you've seen this in Kent, Ohio. Yeah. Is a mural. And isn't that cool? Is there any history you want to tell about that?
6: Well, in the uh, in the 70s, uh, in Kent, Ohio, there was a little uh, music community and some clubs all on a street called Water Street. And uh, a whole bunch of people came out of there Uh, Christy Hines from The Pretenders uh, was from there, a whole bunch of us, and Water Street is kind of famous for some great bands that came out of it. It's a college town, and so to commemorate Water Street and uh, how important it was for uh, musicians having a a good place to play, uh, they put a mural up of me, and uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. One other thing I want to show you, Bob, have a look at this. I'll see if you can see it. That's me in 1961. Uh, I was 12 years old. My novice call was WFV2KAC, and that's a kit DX20 that I built and a bc348 surplus
7: receiver.
6: yes <clears throat> that's yes. me when i was 12 years old and that's my station wv2 Willie victor 2kac i was a novice and i just found that so i'm really proud of it
7: well i have a picture here coming up uh, uh with jim uh, jim and i uh and you, I want you to tell the story about Jim, about how you got into ham radio and how Jim helped you. And he has the log. He brought his log of your first contact. He worked, you worked him, of course, and, oh, and, I, and then I brought that log to you. So uh, tell us a little story about how you got into ham radio and what uh, significance Jim had on your life.
6: Okay, well, in about 1959, uh, my family relocated from Ohio to New York City. And I had been a country boy, grew up in Ohio. We had all kinds of fields to play in and a lot of room and and vacant lots and uh, like that. But I wound up in New York City in a third-floor apartment uh with my parents and i didn't know anybody because it was summer and i didn't have any friends till school started but that summer i was all by myself and it was really uh really really a shock to go from ohio and and being part of a whole community of kids just to being a total loner And so I noticed that there was this thing uh, up on the roof of the apartment building that went around uh, on Saturday mornings, and it was a uh, it was a Mosley beam. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it went around on Saturday mornings. around, you know, and. So I followed the coax down to a window of another apartment on the first floor and knocked on the door, and Jim Walden, uh, his call was W-2-I-E-Y, but he was a ham radio operator, and he invited me in and showed me the wonderful world of ham radio and really saved my life. Because I had nothing to do. And I was scared and alone. So eventually I learned the Morse code. He gave me my novice. And uh, lost track of him for about 30, 40 years. And uh, when the internet came along, uh, I found him. And uh, he was my Elmer. And uh, he saved my life, uh, and I was an 11-year-old kid, and I have met uh, so many people through ham radio that I never would have met any other way. And it's been so wonderful of an enhancement for my life in general to be a ham. Uh, I, I owe him the world. And uh, think that- that's what we need more of, in this day and age, when somebody's young and uh, comes in and is interested in ham radio, you can do so much good to a kid. Uh, you can change his life forever for the better. And so that's my, that's my story. And uh, Jim passed away about three years ago, but it was great after 30 years. Uh, to uh, connect with him again. And uh, he came to a concert one time and and, uh, had to use some earplugs, but he really enjoyed the (laughs) show. (laughs) Oh,
7: that's great, Joe. Great story.
0: Okay, we wanted to (laughs) play that there. Now you know about Joe Walsh and anybody who doesn't... Who doesn't know who joe walsh is but he's my lead guitarist for the eagles and his call sign is wb6acu and he was on with bob hile so i wanted to play that we're gonna seriously i grew up on
3: his his music as a kid who doesn't know about the eagles
0: we're gonna postpone the second break here because i want to put this out this is the greatest secret in ham radio and uh, you're hearing it here exclusively on ham on on wtbr fm what is ham radio you're going to listen and find out so uh, check out the greatest secret
8: in ham radio hello everyone this is eric kj4yzi with ham radio concepts good morning to you and it's about that time that i spread my knowledge and let you in on a little secret that i've been holding on to for quite some time in my radio career and I think it's time that I spread this with you and teach you and let you in on a secret this is a big secret okay big deal and it may not be a secret to some but this is the answer to the dead bands this is how you turn the bands on and make contacts on the radio okay and this is it you ready hold hold on to your seat grab your coffee uh, if you're drinking this early in the morning, make sure your <laughs> scotch is full. And here it goes. How to turn the bands on and make contacts? Call CQ. What? Yep, that's right. That's right. As Jan, KK4GGJ says, don't be a scope head, call CQ. Scopes have kind of ruined our lives, I think. They look really pretty. They're really Awesome to dig out contacts and to find stations, but when you're this person that looks at this scope and says, hmm, I don't see anything, six meters is dead. Just so happens that we're on a six meter or a June ARRL VHF contest this weekend on anything VHF and higher. And what you're looking at is what seems to be a dead band. But I'm going to simply call CQ and make contacts. Are you ready? This is, this is a monumental feat here, okay? It's kind of like a two-part epoxy, really. You know, you, you have your JB Weld, you got your activator and your cement, and you mix it together and it's an unbreakable bond, right? Well, this is kind of like a two-part epoxy. You take a VHF contest weekend, you call CQ, and the end result is just fabulous, right? Let's go ahead, call CQ, and make contacts, and we'll see just what happens. You know, someone's going to take my little idea here and patent it and I'm not going to make money. So can't believe I'm letting this information out. This is a uh, very valuable secretive information. Let's go there. Nope, somebody there. Always find a free frequency where there's nobody. And you don't even have to go on a nu- Here, we'll go on that. Let's give it a shot. <coughs> Is this frequency currently in use? Is this frequency occupied by an amateur operator, KJ4YZI? Hello CQ, CQ, CQ Contest, CQ, CQ 6 meters, calling CQ Contest. This is Kilo Juliet 4, Yankee Zulu, India, KJ4YZI, calling CQ, CQ Contest. Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India KJ4 Y Z I calling CQ CQ contest and standing by Hello CQ 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 contest Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India KJ4 Y Z I calling CQ CQ contest Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India standing by Oh my gosh, November 9, Yankee Kilo, KJ4YZI, Echo Lima 97, over. Kilo America 3 again. Kilo
1: Alpha 3 Radio, Washington Pacific, Echo November
8: 9-0. Kilo Alpha 3 Radio Pacific, is it?
2: Radio Whiskey, Paw Paw, Radio Washington Pacific.
8: KA3RWP, got it. Uh, KJ4YZI Echo Lima 97, over. CQ, CQ, CQ 6 meter contest. This is Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India. KJ4YZI Echo Lima 97, calling CQ, CQ and listening. KJ4YZI
1: Kilo 3 Zulu Oscar.
8: Kilo 3 Zulu Oscar, Uh, good morning, and uh, Echo Lima 97, over. Very good, and the Fox Mike one eight. Thanks, and uh, enjoy the band opening. And seven three, CQ CQ six meters Kilo Juliet four Yankee Zulu India Echo Lima nine seven. November
1: eight Delta Tango.
8: November eight Delta Tango uh, Echo Lima nine seven KJ four YZI. Hello CQ CQ contest CQ CQ contest KJ four YZI Kilo Juliet four Yankee Zulu India calling CQ and listening.
2: November eight Golf Lima Sierra.
8: November eight Golf Lima Sierra. Uh, good signal. Echo Lima nine seven over. Roger. Your uh,
1: Easy Nancy, Echo Nancy 91.
8: I got it. Thanks, 7-3. Good luck. Kilo Juliet 4, Yankee Zulu India, calling CQ, CQ, and listening. Hello, CQ, CQ Contest, KJ4YZI, Kilo Juliet 4, Yankee Zulu India, Echo Lima 9-7, calling CQ Contest and listening. November Romeo 2 Charlie, Charlie. Uh, KJ4YZI, Echo Lima 9-7. Over. Fox November 03, thanks, got it 73, Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India CQ CQ contest Hello CQ, CQ CQ contest Kilo Juliet 4 Yankee Zulu India KJ4 YZI, Echo Lima 9-7 Calling CQ and listening Kilo Charlie 8, Victor Papa Quebec Kilo Charlie 8, Victor Papa Quebec, roger November 4, Alpha, Sugar, Foxtrot, roger. Uh, Fox, November 2, question mark. I didn't get your grid. You see how fast it fades? I'll try it again after. Uh, CQ contest, CQ contest. Kilo, Juliet, four, Yankee, Zulu, India. Echo Lima 97 calling CQ, CQ contest and listening.
1: Uh,
8: Victor Echo 3, Papa uh, Kilowatt. Victor Echo 3, Papa Kilowatt. Uh, KJ4YZI Echo Lima 97, over. Uh, so Echo
1: Lima 97, copy, uh, November zero 03 at 3
8: Fox November 03, got it. Thanks for the call, N7-3. CQ Contest, CQ Contest, Kilo Juliet 4, Yankee Zulu, India, calling CQ and listening. CQ Contest, this is Kilo Juliet 4, Yankee Zulu, India, KJ4YZI, beaming north from Lima 9-7, KJ4YZI, standing by. 2,
1: 02, 02.
8: Norway to Norway Tango, uh, KJ4YZI Echo Lima 97, over.
1: Roger, Fox Nancy two, zero.
8: Thanks for the Fox November 2073, good luck, India. Standing by.
1: KJ4YZI, 3 Kilo Bravo 3, Whiskey Lima.
8: Kilo Bravo 3, Whiskey Lima, very good. Uh, KJ4YZI Echo Lima 97, over. So the moral of this story is, if you call CQ, they will come, okay? Don't be a scope head. Now, if you you wanna, you know, sometimes calling CQ is frustrating. Sometimes there really is no band propagation. Sometimes you don't have propagation in your area, or you have, I mean, you need to really consider when someone tells you a G5RV is the best antenna you're ever gonna use, why don't you reach out and find something better? You know, Uh, use a beam use a, uh, a longer wire, a different configuration. Don't rely on one antenna because one antenna operates way differently than the other. So when you look at this, okay, if you're a scope head, what you're gonna do is you're going to be calling or listening, looking on the scope for activity. And this is, so when you're calling CQ, it may be frustrating, but as your little signal is out there, you know, showing up on the waterfall, this, there's somebody else doing this. And when they're doing this, they're looking for that little signature of a signal. And of course, if they go like this and see nothing on that band, they're going to say, well, the bands are dead. Then they go up here and they see, oh, look, there's FT8. Now, how many people do you think go scrolling and see that only and they jump on FT8? Because they see it on the waterfall. When they go back down like this, they don't see anything. They say the band is dead. Okay. Don't be a scope head. Call CQ. Although scopes are fun. They could really distract your operating. You know, think about when the guys before my time didn't have a scope. Hell, the times before I had a scope, it was only six, seven years ago, there wasn't such thing as this. You had to look on your radio, find a frequency and call CQ. There was no little scope, you know, built into it. Look, okay? So I see that and I'm like, oh, look, there's somebody here. And I stop on there and I try to make the contact. Uh, if you decide to patent this um, method and you make a million dollars on it, um, just remember your, you know where you saw it, and remember to throw me a good kickback uh, for your efforts in patenting this method, uh, or copywriting it, or trademarking it, or whatever you want to do. Um, you know, there's uh, that's that's a money maker right there, guys. I think so. And um, so I'm, I'm giving you my info and my little method, and hopefully you prosper for the next 30 years on that income. And if you sell it in stores, send me a link of where it's at so I could purchase that manual. Seven three guys, KJ four YZI.
5: Impressive, almost impressive
0: and we're back live here on ham on so there the secret is out and for anybody that does that just tell me you heard it on ham on and <laughs> WTBRFM. so there now you know how to uh open up the bands yes <coughs> when Here's they you, are so-called out. dead that was kind of a cute video it just just start calling cq get an hf it doesn't have to be six meters you can do it on 20 40 75 and just get out there and Start calling uh, CQ. Wherever
3: your license tells you you
0: can be. Wherever your license privileges tell you you can be. And when we were listening to that off-air, Jesse was mentioning the one Dave apart. So Yes. We have to explain this. We had the, uh, the PCTV meeting, and one of the, uh, the, the guys over at PCTV, Sean Sear and Matt Tucker and Dave Wyatt, they put this little video together. Um, yes. Yeah, Dave TV shorts. Dave Wyatt's almost six foot. Yes, yeah, PCTV shorts. Dave Wyatt's, who is an amateur radio operator, who I'd love to get on the show. Dave, if you're listening in back in the studio, uh, <laughs> I'd love to get you on the show. Why um, are you
3: throwing people under the bus? Why?
0: Because I get thrown under the bus periodically, but he's <laughs> he's almost six foot, so in in, in the whole short. Um, you know, everybody's saying you must be one Dave apart or six feet. So we're, we're, we're keeping that going with the one Dave apart. Now we're here on WTBR, FMR, we're going to go to the break and we will be back, uh, in just a minute or two. You're listening to him on and WTBR.
1: WTBR. Okay, people, time to disperse. Party's over.
2: Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal Credit Union, with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at Greylock.org. And from BeFair, one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people they support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. PCTV and WTBR are committed to serving our community in this difficult time. We will bring you live coverage of press conferences and official statements from our government officials on PCTV CityLink Channel 1303, on the Pittsfield Community Television Facebook page, and on WTBR as they happen and as we are able to do so. Please stay tuned to our channels and our social media for updates on press conferences and other important information pertaining to the ongoing pandemic.
5: It's Saturday. You and your wife take the boys to the mall, straight to the food court. Your wife and Pete head for tacos. You and Danny want Chinese. You look up at the menu for a few seconds. You look down to see what Danny wants. But you don't see Danny. Your eyes dart around frantically. You instinctively call out. Danny! Danny! From the taco place, you hear a voice. Hey! Dad! Change my mind! Every parent knows that feeling when, even for a few seconds, you lose sight of your child. Imagine if he or she were actually abducted. Go to wirelessamberalerts.org. Sign up for free AMBER Alerts on your cell phone. When an AMBER Alert is issued in the areas you've chosen, you'll receive a free text message. If you spot the vehicle, the suspect, or the child described in the alert, call 911. Sign up today at wirelessamberalerts.org. A child is calling for help. This message brought to you by the Wireless Foundation, the U.S. Department of Justice, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, and the Ad Council.
1: Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade, it's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years we are still your local television.
5: There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes nose and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
2: Now, streaming live on the web, WTBRFM.com.
1: We would be honored if you would join us,
6: W-T-B-R.
0: And we are back here on Ham On. Yes, Live studio. from Studio B. So yes, and
3: apparently the parakeet likes the uh, the Dirk Vader one-liners because
0: she's over there going ahead and mocking it. So let's uh, let's uh, bring you up to date um, on the Nets uh, Western Mass Traffic Net. 1 p.m. and 4.30 p.m. on the Mount Grey Greylock, 146.9.10 repeat. Yes,
3: where you can hear his lovely voice. Well,
0: yeah, well, <laughs> hope we don't hear me too much. <laughs> um, we got a bunch of great NCS. We just got some new NCS in on, yes. on that. So yes. if you want to check in on that, if you're a licensed ham operator, you can check in. If you're not, at least you can listen. And maybe through the course of this show, because I know this, with this show we've actually... Produced a couple of ham operators that listen yes. uh, from listening to this show. Yes, so keep have. listening. You're going to hear a whole bunch of stuff, um, and then we're hooked up for the heavy hitters Traffic Net at 10 p.m. on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and Sunday. That's also connected up on the K1FFK Mount Greylock machine or on EchoLink at N E W E N G two. And why, why, why are you here?
7: What do you mean, why am I here? I'm well, always here. Why
0: are you in Studio B? Because it's my kitchen, literally. Like dining room. But it's our Studio B for three hours a day. Okay, so it's the dining room. Oh, and, my goodness. And, and also remember... I have a right. Also remember, here. Beatles Forever, live Mondays... Yes. ...at 4 p.m., exclusively hey. here on WTVRFM. Yeah, really, There's a lot of things that are exclusively yeah. here. <laughs>
3: If you like Beatles music, please turn in, tune in at 4 on Mondays from 4 to 6. That is our little rock block for Beatles music, so
0: please join us. And, and you'll you, you know, mainstream stuff and stuff you'll never hear anywhere else, which brings us to the Halloween show mm. with uh, help from Classic TBR and Oldies 45. And mm-hmm. me. On Saturday, October 31st, we have an eight-hour block. Um, again, mainstream stuff and stuff you will probably yes. never hear. I know on my playlist there's going to be stuff that you've never heard on the radio, and <laughs> stuff that you probably will never hear again on the radio. Not. But I <laughs> dare to play it. They they gave me airtime. It's time.
3: clean. It's it's not inappropriate. It's very clean. Yes, he double checked everything. So yes, we we double. Check and screen every song. You may get a giggle. A you may get a giggle or two, but at least it'll lighten up your Halloween.
0: And also remember, if you miss this show, you can always catch it on the WTBR podcast. Um, yeah, WTBR yes. is running podcasts now. You can catch it catch it on Apple. You can catch it uh, Apple podcast, Google Play podcast, Anchor podcast. Anywhere that you have a podcast, you can catch this show. And if you have any ideas, suggestions for this show. Email me at kd2jkv at gmail.com. Hopefully we'll get yes. some more guests in play. But, um, and also, in,
3: on top of that, if you love this station, please donate to the station. Yes,
0: real quick, we'll donate to the station, uh, wtbrfm.com, or you can call the station and make a donation to keep us on the air. Like the PSA says, we are listener-supported radio. So if you like Ham on, or All These Forty Five, or The Beatles Forever, or Classic TBR, or Deep, or, Cuts or Deep Cuts, or On Patrol with the PPD, or any of these shows that we or air, or you're
3: just resting at night, you on, love the sound of the, of the music that they're playing.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, just uh, keep us going here on WTBR. Keep the shows on the air. Uh, real quick donations for. Real quick um. donations for. <laughs>
3: If it, um if you're looking to donate to Berkshire Humane Society, please give a call at four one three four four seven seven eight seven eight. Please let them know that you are coming by with your donation items. They are looking for wet cat food. They are looking for cat litter. They're looking for
0: everything, bedding.
3: Everything you can never imagine. Right. Bedding for small right, We gotta
0: go. So thanks for that. Remember donate to the station. Keep us on the air and. We'll bring you more updates on the Halloween show as we get deeper into it. So on behalf of Peter and Jesse and KD2KOW.
5: Peace out, everybody. Have a good day. We will
0: talk to you next Wednesday. 73, 73 everybody.
3: And are right.